Welcome to Louisville Vintage Motorworks Podcast. Taped in front of no one, on location from somewhere. And now, here's Sugar Puss and people. We're back. Okay. So you've got... Check one, two. Check one, two. Where are we? Check, check, check one, two. So, what do you got? I could do a soda or something non-bourbony, because I'm driving. I'll take a bourbon. Alright. <laughs> so... Whatever, whatever you like, man. Right, whatever so you like. This, this is my favorite. This, this fucking thing here drives me crazy. Yeah. This is the one that you had at Motoblot. Yeah. This is the one that just won. Yeah. It's that. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So, and what's what is the significance of the forty-four and the forty-seven in the line of building the bikes? Number. Of okay, bikes? I got you. So you have so, to, okay, as, so, as your 47th bike you built? Right. Wow. I just want, this bike drives me bonkers. Yeah, it's been a, it's been fun. I'm ready for the season to do where I can actually go rip it, so. Oh yeah, for sure. I still haven't even got photos made yet. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> so hot. It's so hot. This thing, it, it, it's just, all right, are we, are we, are yeah, we we're going? live, we're live, so. Okay, uh, we are back. Finally, finally after some long um, technical issues with the audio equipment. I'm gonna let the original um, sound engineer like work the microphone so it doesn't sound like garbage this time. <laughs> so we're back. Little Venus Motorworks in the house, hanging in the basement at Casey Elkins Lodge House. Um, where the hell are we? Lancaster? Yeah. Um, we're, in, we're at the compound. Right. So crossover customs in the house. In the basement, next to the bike that drives me absolutely hands down bonkers. But um, so finally, we get to spend an hour with Casey. Casey, just just walk us through. Like the last year, you've been crazy busy because you you like the last time I think we were at a show together, you were offloading a bike at at the Handbuilt show, and then you won like the R9T build at the Handbuilt show, and then and then next thing I know, you're you're building this. You're gonna to have to walk us through this bike. It's crazy, but but go ahead. Like you've been you've been crazy busy last year. Well, the BMW thing that wasn't a so I didn't win that or I didn't win a build off. That was actually just you sign up and I won a motorcycle. So yeah, I was gonna say you won. Yes, yeah. but I didn't actually have to do anything to win that. One. I was just <laughs> somehow I that was out. just sort of the beginning, the <laughs> intro. Like we, like we started hanging out with Logan and Logan was was running all over and we had the Vincent in the show. Right, and yeah. next thing I know, like Casey's winning bikes and he's doing these crazy builds. But, but is that the year I took the Vincent down for them? I think so. Yeah, you hauled the Vincent down that year, and, and okay. yeah. But how much did you pucker to carry to Vincent? Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I told him whenever I left, I said, "Man, I was like, I hope you have the proper insurance. Like, I have insurance and right, stuff on right. my van, but yeah, I don't know if I can cover this Vincent if something goes wrong. Uh, but I mean." It's all good. I had my bike in there too, and I cared about it as well. Yeah, so. exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, but like recently, and we'll get. Like, I feel like this is your other. You've got there's two um, two strokes here, which I, I don't even. It it's just unreal. I'm having trouble with the words right now. Let's let's start with the green machine now. The green machine. I think the first time I saw this bike was, uh, I want to say this wasn't at Petersville. This was not. Uh, I'd had it at Beatersville. Right. Um, that's actually the, uh, that was, so I've done Beatersville, I don't know how many years in a row with my truck and then a couple other odd and things, like a little customized Harley. Right. Uh, that was the first bike, was it? No, my brown one was the first one. I won a trophy at Beatersville, but it was when they didn't do the bat. 
and then the next year they brought back the bat, and that's a one, and that was right. Okay, now what what is this? So this is a so that's an RD three fifty. RD three fifty. Yeah, seventy three RD three fifty. And it is absolutely crazy. Let's walk us through just just a little bit. So, give them a little background. You got you got your your painter, fabricator, welder, master of all trades in the garage. Yeah, try not to let anybody else touch the bike if I don't have to. Well, now I decided, hey, let's let Chad get a hold of the motor on the newest bike. But other than that, it's, uh, yeah, I just wanted to build everything. Actually, that bike came about from uh, the kickdown. I had my uh, SX650, the cafe, the brown bike there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. was it the coffee and cream? It was the brown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. And I had met, a, who's now a really good friend of mine, PJ, from up in Cleveland, he had a bunch of RD350s, and I was like, oh my god, I've been wanting to build one of those bikes so bad. And we got to talking a bunch, and uh, I ended up trading around and got the motor off of him for it. So yeah. it's kind of, you know, it was, see so yeah, how that bike came about from kickdown. And then it sat there as part of a frame, because what I got from him was an empty uh, engine case and half of a frame, and there's nothing else. Uh, but, you know, I had a title with it, so. And it set and set and set, and I had to get down so I could get to hand built again. Because yeah. it's like I went the previous year, and I was like, I gotta have something for hand built. So it took me a year to get around to finally getting it done. Uh, but yeah, full frame, chopped to pieces. Uh, then I ran with the CR125 front end that yeah, I modified so to uh, shorten up. Yeah, uh, the front wheel is a dirt bike rim that fit on that, but the rear is actually a Harley Davidson. Uh, rear okay. hub with a front rim with custom spokes made, so it's a 21 front and rear on it. Yeah, kind of like sport yeah. So, yeah. what is this color that you have? Because it reminds me of the like like a flat Vega green. It's like this like baby shit green from the 70s. Yeah, my dad uh, had a Vega so green. Yeah, yeah, it's like avocado green. Is it matte satin? It looks. Yeah, it's a matte finish. It's a matte finish. Uh, the color is called absinthe green. Gotcha. Wow, dude, this thing is beautiful. I think uh, like a Citroen car company, they were the ones that had that, and I seen it on something. I was like, ah, that's that's the color I want. Yeah, have it. that's crazy. Uh, look, with the with match with the leather on it, it's just amazing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the seat and everything came mm-hmm. out really well. I'm gonna, yeah, I just this thing is crazy, and I'm gonna throw Jason under the bus because I know how he is with his two stroke in the pipes. Like he's. Uh, I, I, the I was waiting for. I was waiting for the pipe. Did you build the pipes yourself? Uh, no, okay. so they're originally an FPP okay. pipes, um, and they're supposed to go under the bike. Right. But the way I built that bike, it has an underside suspension. Okay, gotcha. So uh, another Harley part, I actually used a soft tail rear shock and then made the custom okay. swing arm. Uh, and then, so I had to take the pipes on the outside, so I had to cut them apart at every different seam oh, to wow. run them on the outside. Yeah, and then, that's just an unbelievable, uh, they're just gorgeous. They're just gorgeous. I mean, people people that understand two strokes understand the the importance of the pipe. Oh, your cones have to be just right. yeah, yeah. The cones. Uh, you know, I I had to learn trigonometry to build my own. I decided when I started building two strokes, I wanted to build my literally build them from scratch. And I took flat metal, did all the math, figured it all out. Wow. And uh, when I see pipes, that that to me is. You know, yeah. and, 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 the, and the cool thing is you don't have any header tape wrapped on them. You know, the one thing, two strokes, oh, you yeah. never wrap them with no, header tape. Right. Uh, and, uh, and, and so you're not hiding anything. And that's what right. I love to see. You're just the naked truth of that bike right there. And it's just, that to me is is craftsmanship. So 
Yeah. Amazing. Looks really nice. Well, nothing nothing says two-stroke like the little, what is this, like a sardine can almost underneath the bike, catching the little drippings from, oh, yeah. from yeah, the Yeah, no, it definitely, uh, both of them have something under the bike to catch a little bit of oil seepage. Oh, yeah. man. Um, and just, let's just dive right into the second bike that's sitting here. Cause, so this just won Motoblock last year? Yeah, that won the Valhalla Show, the inaugural one. So that was yeah. the first time they had actually done the prize cash. Actually... I'm supposed to be in New York right now for the um, another show, and I told them I just couldn't make it up. But it's for twice as much money. You know. so, uh, wow! Good luck to anybody who's there. <laughs> so, all right, what is this thing? Because we have we have the like the forged carbon fiber, right? Yeah. So that one, in a similar fashion, I only had a motor. So I started off with a, a friend came into the shop, had a, a KX500, just basic only the engine and yeah he's like he wanted to trade around for some paintwork little did i know how much that motor would end up costing me to build yeah. <laughs> and the shape that the you know the whole yeah. everything was in uh, but in the end i still have a kx500 motor that you know that was the dream build i mean since i was a kid right right, that, right you know you always see the i grew up on this property that was beside a city lake um which had like i don't remember how many hundreds of acres of riding mm-hmm. so i'd be on my little Z50 riding around and there'd be all these guys on the CR and the KX500s and it's just like that you know right that was the motorcycle so once I got the opportunity to build one and I didn't want to build one for dirt so I went full street so it's a full wrap the frame around full custom frame I wanted it to be kind of wild and sweepy looking I didn't want Mm -hmm. real sharp angles so everything's real good and curved uh the swing arm similar style. I wanted it to just flow uh, real well. That's kind of one of my other favorite part. Other than the other than the, the the body, the tank, and the tail, like this swing arm right here just screams at me when you see this machine. It's yeah. just it's unreal. The it, the design, the color, it's just everything. Yeah, and I, I like doing weird things with the rear axle adjusting. Mm-hmm. I don't like a standard just bolt that pushes it out like mm-hmm. same thing on the rd it's a heim joint rear so you actually right. temple wheel unscrew or screw them back right. and adjust it that way this way you know you have that camber system i mean ducati's done it before it's not like right. it's original but you know and then had the machine custom build all that but yeah i just wanted something different i wanted a, a small race bike basically that looked meaner than anything else on the road so yeah and then you've got your what's your modern front end here you've got your front end swap uh that's a off of a 08636. So I kind of kept it in the Kawasaki family. Right. And then, uh, not that it really matters because everything else is custom on it, but right. well, right. I, I like, love that front end too. Yeah, I like it so when good. you do that. Like you, you keep it in the Cowie family and you're like, I need this to go with that. And right. You, but it's, you know. Well, the fork was originally gold to begin with. Yeah. And you kind of played the entire theme of the bike off that gold you can kind of tell yeah that that yeah. helped inform the rest of the build too and that's it it really pops it really does and they have that uh that burnt um bronze color you know mm-hmm. fork legs and you know or the lugs on the bottom so i tried to do that with the rest of it coating the cases and stuff to... so the rear suspension did you completely design that yourself uh so I, when i've got the 636 front end i actually bought an entire bike okay with a blown motor um, and what I've done is office. So this actually has the same geometry as that bike. Oh, okay. Just mm-hmm. way lighter. Um, so I went and measured every different way, took countless pictures. I actually set the swing arm off of the 636 and made a jig for it. And then I had to modify it because it's 
set off one side. Gotcha. So I had to modify it, but that's how I got all the geometry for the rear end, and then you know just kind of made it in the same style and yeah. that yeah. way I knew it would work. Yeah. It's very stiff right now because I still uh, haven't got the right springs for it because mm -hmm. I dropped about 200 plus pounds off of the 636, but... Nice. I mean, I make up a little bit of that weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, that's, especially if you're going to take it to a racetrack. Yeah, you, know, no, around, you definitely make sure that's dialed in because you don't want that bucking you in the corner. Well, yeah, we, uh, for the Valhalla show, we had a ride through downtown Chicago. Ouch. And there was several times I was off the ground, like jumping, <laughs> yeah, breaks in the pavement. I mean, right. Oh man, I remember Crash was beside me, like riding one. <laughs> well, there you go. You know you're in trouble when you pull up and Crash is next to you. You're yeah, like, right, you know, right. This is how bad could this be? Doing yeah. congratulations, you doing stop, doing stoppies in downtown Chicago. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Oh, yeah, and it's power band, so whenever it hits in, it just pull the front wheels up every time. You know, wow. just... Yeah, and then you have a video of this bike running on your on your page, right? Mm -hmm. Crossover Customs. Yeah. Um, find it, learn it, study it. I don't um, have any good videos of it, like, absolutely ripping down the road. I just have... So i done the um, Dream Build-Off with Roland Sands, and mm -hmm. I had to have it started by a certain day. And it was the first day I tried to get it started was the deadline. Oh, man. And oh, man. I kicked and kicked and kicked and like it just wouldn't start, it wouldn't fire. I mean, I sat there for a half hour kicking. I had a motocross boot on because I knew how much this thing was going right. to hurt my foot. Right. Yeah. I ended up for the first startup for some reason. Uh, I guess you know, everything was a little tight. Um, I got a four wheeler to pull me in fourth gear, ripping back the road with probably like 50, 60 miles an oh, hour and trying to drop the clutch and <sighs> set on it. And it was, and like, <clears throat> when I was in third gear, it still wasn't like <coughs> spin. It just slide. But I had to get up to fourth gear just to let it turn over. Wow. Oh, wow. And then it finally fired up. And then after that, it's always started, I mean, it's a 500, so not easy. But yeah, it yeah, up, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Did you not have a compression release on it? No. no. Oh, okay. No. I, uh, I, I planned on it, um, but I was going to send it out to Tom Morgan Racing and have them do one. Yeah. Time frame just yeah. didn't work out. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, they didn't have them back in the day. I can kick it. <laughs> exactly. And I can, but yeah, you can see I bent the kicker on it because I have to, I had to customize. You see a plate on the engine casing to uh, stop it from coming around because normally your peg stops that kicker. Well, my peg's rear set, so it doesn't uh, yeah, stop yeah. it anymore. Right. So yeah, it's, it's all those little loopholes, and Man, you got to figure the, out things that are yeah. You know, this thing is so cool. Now. Walk me through a little bit of the of the forged carbon fiber because I like I, I think I screwed this up. I every time I, I talk about this bike, I'm like it's like I say like reverse carbon fiber or whatever. It has the most interesting like look because I think when people think carbon fiber, they think the like the grid, yeah. the, you know. But like how, like how did you how, in your I guess in your mind's eye, how did you sort of look at this and. Because all this works really well, but but the but the, the like the nose fairing and the tank and the tail like just it has this insane this incredible look to it. Like how did you like do you wake up in the middle of the night and like sketch this out and then how, like walk us through the process? Like how do you how do you do the forged carbon fiber? Like is that a uh, the forged? Well, as far as building the mold for it and like doing the style and design, um, I actually built. I kind of had an idea in my head and drew it out some. I mean, you've seen some of the sketches that I've done for the bike. Um, so I kind of had it sketched, but not exactly the way it is. 
Um, and then I had to get this stuff called um, Total Boat, and it's uh, like a foam. You mix two parts and it expands. Okay. Yeah. And it's made for form, like forming. So you had to basically build an entire box around this bike, pour it in, and then just start. Well, I also have my fuel cell. So I have an aluminum fuel cell that's the same shape as that tank. Under okay. It. So you had to. So I had to leave that in, cover it with some plastic mm -hmm. and stuff so that foam wouldn't stick to it, and then shape everything. Uh, and it took me forever to shape it because trying to be symmetric each side right. is not easy right. when you're doing a lot of round pieces. Right. right. And uh, I think we, we happened to stop in the shop one time when you were actually in the early stages of, of the actual carbon fiber section and it was upside down and you had it. Oh yeah, yeah. So once you build your mold or your body, then you make your mold off of that and you have to make that in several different pieces and it's just stage after stage. Right. But now I can reproduce that body. I can, you know, yeah, you lay it up and everything. And you can, right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, is so. this the first, your first attempt at forged? Carbon fiber? As far as the forged, yeah. Okay. Um, I've done carbon fiber on some stuff, but the forged, I'd seen, a, I think it was a Lamborghini or something. I've seen the pieces like years and years ago. Mm -hmm. They had it in their interior and then their wing was made out of it. Mm -hmm. So I, I love the look and then researched a little bit and it's extremely strong because basically it's the same thing as chopped fiberglass. So instead of just being weave in your, you know, a two by two twill weave, it's you're putting chops so it's every different direction. It's always, right, you know, right. locked in. And right. then your weave, like the back side of that is still the same traditional carbon fiber that you always see. Mm -hmm. So the underside of that looks like every panel you see. Right. Know, it's carbon. Carbon. Um, but the really nice feature about it is, I mean, it, it, I love the look at it, of it, but you don't have to be as perfect. Like, I... It took take forever because you have to take rope of carbon fiber. Like you buy mm -hmm. this, I think it's like a hundred foot piece of rope, mm -hmm. and I just take scissors and cut one inch pieces until I filled up a bucket of it. Right. And then oh, you, okay. you lay in um, your epoxy. Then you start just matting that in, and then you lay your twill over top of that. Okay. And then you okay. vacuum it all out, and it's you know you keep adding and then push it out and vacuum it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The excess and. Use a vacuum pump and a plastic yeah. bag and smooth it all out. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's crazy. really thin, extremely light. I think the whole body weighs like two pounds or something. Jeez. This thing's uh, crazy. So, I mean, which the whole bike is like 120, 25 pounds, something like that. That's nuts. <laughs> or 220, sorry, not 100. 220. Well, that's still like crazy light. Wow. So, yeah, you've got your, the, but so the, the tank and the, the tank and the seat section is one and then the front. No, yeah, it was, yeah it was, this is completely Originally, I planned on doing it all as one piece, but right. then I was like, I don't want to have to take my handlebars off every time to get the body, you know, it's oh, just yeah. in case yeah. I need to pull. Yeah. And thank God, because I did have to pull that tail section off of, you know, when right. I was working on it quite mm -hmm. a few times. So, man, it definitely yeah. made it easier. This thing is, this thing is insane. Um, yeah, you just, you have to find crossover customs and, and check out the page. With the K. Crossover yeah, with K. crossover with the K. Um, but yeah, Casey, it's just, it's, it's insane. But like since then, what, um, what else have you been working on? You've got, you got, you had this at Motoblock mm -hmm. and then we were privileged enough to catch up with you at mid Ohio over the summer. Yeah. And you were privileged to do a very special bike. Oh yeah, yeah. For, Kevin Schwann's bike. Yeah, you got to do the Kevin Schwann's like yeah, yes. the Pepsi bike, right? Yeah. So how did that come about? Like 
Um, I had worked with them uh, with the AMA on another paint job for, mm -hmm. I guess, two other paint jobs for another customer. Uh, Dunworth Machines, Kevin Dunworth had built a bike. Um, he built a kind of like a board track racer, a Harley, and I painted that for him. And then I don't remember what else. I know I painted another bike for him, but I forget which one it was. Mm -hmm. There's a little been a lot of paint jobs over the years. Um, so. Mark Lapp had worked for him back whenever that job started, and it actually started at the very beginning of COVID. So I picked that Jigsaw up, um, I think March of 20. Right. And uh, then they kind of canceled, you know, finish days. Yeah. So then the next year came about, and I was like, what's going on with the bike? Mm -hmm. I don't know. So finally they got back, like, hey, we need that done in a couple months. Because I was at the point, like, I'd had that bike long enough. I was like, I could put a mechanics lean on this. I mean, it has. It's a yeah. one mile bike. Like, wow. <laughs> I was right. like wow. so I called up there, and uh, Mark had left. He wasn't working there anymore. I didn't know the new mm -hmm. anybody knew. So, uh, but they got back to me finally, and was like, but they didn't know any of the stuff we had talked about. Nothing. They just knew I had the bike, and they wanted the paint job again. So okay. it was oh like, gosh. and it was kind of last minute because I was like, I got to repaint the whole, you know, because I had base coated it and ready to spray it mm -hmm. and I never heard anything back. So I was like, I'm not going to finish painting this bike and just sit yeah, there. Right, so right, right. Just in case yeah. something else happens because they said, hold off, we might need to change something. And that's the last I heard. So yeah, so last minute, hey, we got to have this bike. I was like, what? Well, do I get a medium? How awesome is this? You know, right, 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 right. You know, yeah. like. You know, one of your heroes from racing, and uh, sure. So, yeah, gonna bring the bike in just in time, and then they asked me to build the other bike for him. Uh, the is it a GF, GS something, whatever his original race bike. So they're building another one now. I think mm -hmm. uh, Revival might be actually building it. Right. Um, anyway, they and I was like, I can't do that. I don't have time. So. Yeah. So. That bike was supposed to have been there too. It was supposed to have been done and it wasn't done. It never showed up. Yeah. And then he's really, they got really panicking. Like, please tell me you're going to have this bike here. Please say, <laughs> like, right. yeah, he's so going to be here. He has to have something to ride. Please. Right. Like, yeah, I'm going to be there. Yeah. So you got the Pepsi bike and yeah. you got to do all that. Yeah. yeah. And you got to meet him. Yeah. 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 He actually, me and him talked about this, the KX500. That's um, awesome. Because someone's like, I got a 500 race he's bike. He's such a nice guy. Yeah, we, did a, we did a podcast with him from uh, Vintage Days. Uh, yeah. And uh, he's such a nice guy. He is, Just yeah. down to he's, earth, yeah. really a super, nice. super nice, yeah. Yeah. yeah, super nice guy. I, if, I would imagine even in a different setting, because he was running like crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He was being pulled in every direction, yeah. so yeah. like, yeah, because he was even, while we were talking, he's like, all right, I got to go, man, sorry. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he, when we met him, he's like, he just want to sit and talk and yeah. hang out and, exactly. you know, let's go to the swap meeting, look at bikes. For sure, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He's such a bike guy. Yeah, you know? yeah he really he's, just, he's just a bike guy. We, yeah. I mean, he, you could tell he wanted to go on forever. He was like, okay, we can hang out. We can drink beer. We'll go to the spot meet. We'll right, talk right. bikes. And, but then he's just kind of like, oh, man, I, you know, he had to duck out. But Yeah. No, but it, it was a it was a really cool honor to do that for sure. Yeah. I actually, um, last two weeks now, I um, was down in Daytona working and with BMW and the, the uh straight across from us was the AMA booth and that bike was sitting there. Oh, nice. So like, I'm walking through, I'm like, ah, I know that bike. <laughs> I was good at, yeah, I was going to go to that. Like, um, I know, yeah, you and Logan were hanging out for 
was it a week? You were, I know you were there for bike week. Sixteen days. Yeah, though. but it was it was a long week. But yeah, yeah. you were down there um, hustling for for BMW and yeah, we were slinging bikes, letting people ride them, doing demo rides. Right, you guys yeah. were both of you doing demo rides. Man, I wish I could do that, but yeah, uh, it's kind know. of a fun little side gig, you know. So what 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 are you liking in BMW right now? What's what's your favorite uh, bike they're producing? Oh, that's a good question. I love the RS, and yeah. then the twelve fifty single R is mm-hmm. probably one of my favorite mm-hmm. bikes they make. I always go back to the trusty R9T just because that bike is what I have and I love right. that bike. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm like, but yeah, those are, those are the ones that speak to me more. Uh, the GS is awesome for anybody who wants to do that stuff. Yeah. It doesn't hit the mark for me because I want more dirt. Right. But, you right. know, if I want to be on the street, I want to get a street. So right. the, the RS or even the RT or something like that is perfect. But. Mm. Honestly, I wouldn't even mind having one of the cruisers. I kind of like the R18 bagger. It's that's, like, that's a great bike too. It's a, it's just fun to ride. If I have all the other bikes, you know, I have yeah. a bike for every stop. I don't right. really, I have an ultra classic Harley, but it's not like it's like golf. You know, you can't play the game with one club. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, it sounds to me like I just need to show up at a, at yeah. a your, the BMW demo. But do I know some people that do? Yeah. Uh, we anyway, might, yeah, we might know somebody. Well, if you guys are coming down to Barber, it's the hundred year uh, anniversary. It's I know, be I know. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be the biggest. It's a uh, so man. Motorrad Germany is the big event every yeah. year. Well, this year we're doing one in the states. So oh, it's gonna be a man. Well, I'm going well, to officially day. announce I will not be at Overland Expo. This this year, uh, well, so you just, just be lost your social media manager. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna um, be wild. It's gonna yeah, be really tough. I'm not working for them down there. I'm just going. You're just to have yeah, fun. I, yeah, yes. because if I'm working, I can't really enjoy it as much. So I think I'm just. Barber's going always right around the weekend of my birthday, and I. I, I've, I never, I've never been to Barber. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah, I've never been. Yeah, it everybody tells me it's, it's like going. it's like AMA Vintage Days, but not quite the party. So I'm like, do I really need one to go? You know, it's, it's the, it, it, it it's kind the of upscale is. version. It right? is an right. upscale version, but it's it's nice to not be covered in beer, uh, burnout material, foreign matter in your lungs, smoke. You can't sleep there. It's different. Well, you guys, where you're at, I don't know how you ever sleep until you pass out. We don't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> we just... Okay. I love parking where I do at Vintage Days because yeah. I can leave. You're far right, right. right. Yeah. I'm going to come sleep underneath your truck next year just <laughs> yeah. because I always end up in the back corner and then I'm like, I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, what? I feel like I'm covered in like, you know, burnt rubber. I'm like, why? why because you are. Yeah. That, you know. <laughs> well, it's better than beer. Rubber. Yes. I had somebody that was standing behind me would open a beer, take a drink and then pour it yeah. onto the burning tire. And I'm like, you're not really doing anything yeah, here except slinging beer all over me. And I'm really not, a, you know. I was getting it. That's what you do on the road, not on the right, 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 right. So yeah, it's just been. Uh, we're always talking about Mid Ohio. Why are we always talking about? Mid-Ohio? I don't know. God, we're sitting here with Casey, and I'm kind of bummed because I just realized I'm like I have the original sketch of the KX 500 when it first came out, but when he was literally with like Sharpie. I think part of it is Sharpie and part of it is crayon. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But you posted this drawing of of what the frame was going to look like in the back section, like. Yeah, and I kind of I kind of stole it off the internet and texted him and was like, "Hey, I want to print this. Can I throw this on the aluminum mirror?" Like, sure. So now I have this print. Oh, nice. But my thing with art in my house is you have to sign it. I don't like having art in my house without the artist's signature and the You've permission. Had it for like two years. Now. I know I've had it, but I never know like where I'm going to be half the time. <laughs> Didn't um, I see you at Garage Brood? I thought we signed it there. I no. I, I like. I loved it to Garage Brood. Um, you know, I'm just going to drive it down here one afternoon. Um, we were lucky <laughs> enough to be here today. We're dropping off a, a motorcycle for 
a friend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so it's hopefully, be, uh, it's going to be a fun project. Uh, a buddy of mine hasn't had a bike in years, and it's like a good opportunity to get him into something you know that he can ride around again. So, yeah, so does he know that he's getting? No, not yet. The four hundred. Okay, so oh, I have, good. That's even I have, better. Yeah, that's so, even better. I had extra KZ400 because I have, you know, five or six because they just show up. So, um, and rather than, rather than try and like part these things out and make a couple of bucks, somebody is going to have way more than a couple of bucks worth of fun because somebody is getting, you know, that, that motorcycle freedom. They're getting that motorcycle, you know, they're getting that feeling back. And so I'm like, you know what, just take it, do work your magic because I know it'll be some ridiculous, like showstopper of a bike because it's, it's a KZ400 but I'm like well, I can't. how far we're going to go into customizing it <laughs> <laughs> oh man it helps me get back into riding so right, I don't right. go as far as my other custom bikes but right. I mean so just run us down you have all your social media because I know you're on Instagram yep you got Facebook yep website no, I assume you I don't stopped have, doing a website. You stopped doing a website because I was gonna say I'm like I don't know if there's a .com for Casey. Yeah, all my business seems to come off Instagram. Or now it's so much word of mouth, and I can't even keep up with what I have. So it's, and I'm not selling product. You know, if I was right. selling stuff online, yeah, but um, you know, I just there's no point in me paying for a domain or something that I can, uh, you know. Run. All right, well, run us down your hashtags. How they find you? Crossover with a K. Crossover, crossover customs. underscore customs. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, same on. You can either look up my name, you know, Casey with a K, A C E Y L yes. on Facebook or Crossover Customs. Crossover right Customs. On there. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I don't do any TikTok and none of that junk. So, Well, I mean, I don't even do TikTok. People send me TikToks. I'm like, I don't know. This is, yeah. I can barely handle the Instagram and the Facebook. I'm still on MySpace. Yeah, yeah, and Jason has dial up internet, so right. it takes him forever to get, <laughs> to get going. <laughs> What's next on your agenda right now? You're you're racing, but you're doing so the KXCR series that I race. Yeah, uh, same as like Drew races that same right. series. Right. Yeah, he's and he's killing it on a Triumph Scrambler, yeah. like the yeah. giant tank he of a Triumph Scrambler. Modified that bike, and it's pretty cool. Um, I actually so well next weekend's our first uh, opening race of the season, so I'll be on doing that, and then uh, beyond that, I'm doing a CB350. Uh, Kind of a rat style bike, but I'm doing the SL suspension, the nice. CL exhaust, right, um, and a couple, you know, modified stuff, doing right, like right. the Rotex um, fuel tanks and stuff on it, saddlebags, and uh, Zane from Old Bike Barn, and myself, and a couple other people. I think PJ might be doing it with us from uh, like 120 Square, Monroe in Cleveland, right, um, and that's, I'm not sure who else is going to do it 100%, but. We're going to do the Trans-American Trail through Tennessee. Oh, um, oh like, yeah. Like, oh, I think we, yeah. you had mentioned this. And we're, it's you're, all on old yeah. school CVs. So that's oh, what we want to do. Well, when are you guys going to do that? Uh, the very end of May. Oh, uh, that would be a great, great trip. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Weather will be nice. It won't be too humid yeah. yet. So, so, yeah. We're going to take off and do that and kind of video it. Um, and the plan ultimately is... Probably not on this year's trip, but next year we'll do Arkansas, and then we're going to start leaving the bikes in storage, and then each year flying out and doing yeah, until we want to stop, section. the home yeah. in storage, and then that way we can do the whole Transmarine Trail. And I, I mean, because I just don't have time to take off a month. And yeah, go, yeah, and do the whole trail. Yeah, yeah. so 
And I think doing it on old school CBs that are not made to do that at all. Would be. Right. And they're so easy of bikes to work on. You right. know, you can carry some duct tape and zip ties, and you're pretty much going to fix whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So. I've been wanting to do that on my uh, TW200. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be I mean, perfect bike for that. Yeah. Right, small. little small bikes that are just easy going. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's the plan. I think we're going to start in North Carolina and then do the, the length of Tennessee. That'll be really cool. Nice. So that'll be fun. And then of course we got fuel Cleveland with that bike, and then vintage days. I got to. Um, Searching for that number one plate this year in my class for the yeah. race in enduro. Oh, yeah. yeah. I had two number two plates and I need number one. Oh, all right. Well, you know where your water stop is because yeah, right come, there. Come back. I'm, come back. I will sure. actually this year. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it up a little different. and I'm probably gonna have you get salt. <laughs> okay. I'm doing like these little Gatorade bottles with. Hey, like, yeah, for it. sure, for sure. I'll bring my speedo and my sign that says Casey right. stops here. Yeah, yeah. cowbell. Yeah, cowbell. We need more cowbell. I'll I'll give you numbers of everybody else in the class and you hit them. That, so oh yeah, we can do that. For sure. <laughs> oh yeah, no problem. For sure, we'll just we run, run out on the we'll course. We run a stitchy cord across the course every yeah. year. That we'll just, we'll just run across, <laughs> run into the course and screw it up. So last year I wrecked so many times. And it, I mean, I finished it when then went straight to get stitches. And oh right man, after the race. <laughs> yeah, and then he comes back to the pits. It wasn't Nick or Jody that beat you, was it? No. Okay. He's got a bourbon in one hand. He's limping. He's like, I got three stitches. Yeah, I got seven stitches. Seven. Yeah. Oh god. Oh, so, Lord. all right, so where are we now? Like we're, in, we're in March. I have my, my, so you have, you said Fuel Cleveland. Yeah. You're taking that bike. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, um, well, I'm going to Handbuilt. But yeah, because Handbuilt's coming up. But I've already shown that bike at Handbuilt. So I'm just flying down, hanging just out going. and see people. Um, just because, you know, got to yeah. see all my friends down there. Oh, yeah. They're I mean, yeah, at one place um, at one time. So it's um, great. What's his name? Alan's been really pumping it on Instagram lately and been doing a ton of posts. And he yeah, just, I was wondering if he just doesn't have it filled up or if he's opened it up more because he's like sending submissions. I'm like, dude, it's like several weeks away and you're not done. I, I know being usually, yeah, for some bikes, but yeah, usually by now they've got it, they've got it like sewed up. Um, which they're opening up to cars and trucks now this year, too. What? Oh my god, now my head's spinning. Yeah, oh, you got a truck sitting out there, you should yeah. drive that bad boy down. down. Yeah, you should put that, it, about yeah. the you should put the KX in the back <laughs> of the truck and then try, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and take it down. So, yeah, we, we um, we got invited to Fuel Cleveland to do a show. I just don't know if we could. Make back to back weekends with vintage days is the problem. It, yes, yeah. it is. That's what it is. And because we were going to do a show at Fuel Cleveland, um, I really, really, really uh, want to get Skid Mark Garage on here. Um, and and riding on, yeah, and sit down with him and, and the crew because they're really you know they were on the cover of the AMA um, mm-hmm. letter a while back, and it's just it's nice to kind of grab those people in and, and be able to do a show with them. Uh, we do have a, such a great group of people. Too, oh yeah. And, and, and I see them, I see them all, all over and I just, I kind of, you know, I grab him and I'm like, Hey, you know, we need to come yeah. and do this. And like, it's just, it's hard to do. Um, they're at mid Ohio every year, and it, but it's just kind of hard to do stuff at mid because there's nowhere to do it to make it sound halfway decent. We got lucky with Kevin Schwann's and it actually sounded pretty good. Yeah. Um, but, we're going to put on an event this year, too. Uh, we done it last year up at Stamping Ground. It's a big swap meet camp out and, okay. like, oh, choppers and, like, old school, like, show stuff, like, nice. barrel racing and, you know, like, yeah. slow race, all that kind of stuff. When's this? this? We haven't set the date yet. Yeah. Oh, we're, come uh, on. So there's a group of us that done it last year. Um, uh, it'll be it'll be a good time. So we're going to – it's a fun weekend. We'll be, uh, you know, Joe Moore. Um, 
He just go do tattoos and stuff. Oh, oh God! So. Dirty tattoos at stamping ground. Oh, nice. I would love that. That sounds like that. that sounds like he's something. He's got this awesome old bread truck that he's like polished out, and it's so it's so badass. Um, he yeah. does tattoos out of a bread truck. Yeah. Oh, well, he cool. used to come out of a, out of a sidecar on his Harley. Oh my God! So uh, this is even yeah, better. I have a junk leg. I need to add to the junk leg. So. Yeah. Oh, it ain't junk. I mean, it's quality. I know, but I'm saying, like, I have a I have a junk leg that I went through this phase where I, when I turned a certain age, I was like, I want to start getting, I want to get my tattoos. And I was so worried about, you know, what's the perfect tattoo? Oh, my God, it's permanent. Oh, you know, all this yeah. kind of shit. Yeah. And you go through this thing, and a friend of mine was like, man, we're going to do the derby draw. And there's a, ta- there's a great tattoo um, artist in, in the art gallery, Liberty Liberty Tattoo um, in Louisville. They, they do really good work. Um, um, Gary's really traditional. He's really, really good. Mm-hmm. And finally, I just went in and I'm like, all right, look, it's like 50 bucks and you draw a number and you get a horse and then you win more like tattoo time and it's oh. great. <laughs> but I started my, my lower left leg is just random. Like, I think there's a cherry stem. There's like an anchor and there's like random flash art stuff. Yeah, it's just, you know, <laughs> yeah. and then like they were, they, they did an anniversary party. So they said, pick, pick something. So I'm like, I'm an electrician. So I got a light bulb and I'm like, that made sense. And everybody's yeah, like, wow. Right. So if you see me walking down the beach, don't judge me. This is this is my this is my whatever I want it to be leg, and it kind of takes that edge off. And so now I've gotten out of the like the you know kind of the weird stuff, yeah, and I'm like right, now right. I want to start the sleeve. And my thing is, I have the nice little scar from my little dippity do on the highway. Oh, I think okay. I'm going to have the rolly free tattooed like right here, when, right. The, when the scar kind of stops being so sensitive a little bit. Like when it dials <laughs> when it when it dials back, I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna do. They say scars are. Not fun to tattoo. So no, it doesn't, and I'm scared to death. But I feel like I, the Rolly Free should be scars the best souvenirs. So every time, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I didn't want to do that. I don't but, want to cover up any of mine. They're fine. <laughs> so, but what yeah, do you? It's, um, a, it's a busy year for sure. Yeah, you've been crazy busy. You just you're all over your Instagram, and you know I've been taking off a little bit on Instagram. I haven't posted anything for a while. For a minute, I was trying to stay up on it. Get, yeah, you know. Daily or every couple it's of days hard. or something. It's hard. Yeah. There's at a point where I'm like, I don't care. You know, yeah. like I'll yeah, scroll yeah. on there a little bit, but I have You need a social media manager, like you Well know. I'm not really doing anything that I think is cool. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I'll yeah. But you're I, paying you know, what's what sad you is like I have barely even posted this bike. I know. But like, <laughs> right, this, right. This thing, you got to see this thing. It's it's got like the Kawasaki green stripes with the blue back, and there's a and then there's some white stripe in there. Like, I'm dying for some wardrobe. When are you gonna have these hoodies out? When are you gonna have these shirts out? I like, gotta get them made. I just. Uh, I mean, yeah, you're right. If you don't, if you haven't seen this bike, find t-shirts. We're going into warm weather now. T-shirts, whatever, dude. I carry a hoodie everywhere I go. There's always a hoodie or a zip up in the back of the truck. Um, but yeah, get online, find this bike, check this bike out. Just a wicked street tire, just a crazy torque machine, and it, it's a, it, it's, it looks like a freaking. I've kind of been um, kicking out of race bike. Like the front end profile of each bike, and like just that outline, and doing like five of them across the shirt. Oh yeah, Cause yeah, that would yeah. be cool. Each bike I've done once, but so different from the last. I right, mean, I've went from an adventure bike to a cafe racer to a board track. So now track yeah. racing bike yeah. and it's like just weird you know changes. now oh and i forgot the little cb3 video well all right so we you and i were talking i don't know if you want to let this out yet you and i were talking about a particular adventure where you wanted to build something but i wanted to pilot something oh yeah and that conversation will be had another time but that particular conversation led into something uh, because we were standing over um, one of my 
one of my uh, CT70 frames that I had just got, and you were talking about like I guess it was over in Japan. They were they were um, re they were bringing the CT70 style frames back, but they oh, were yeah, modding the them and doing bikes, yeah. and doing some kind of crazy like hybrid like flat track machine yeah, out of the CT70 like style frame, and, right? In the CT style, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then. Yeah. Yeah. They were running the bigger wheels, so you're running like a 16 or something. Right? Good lord! <laughs> right? Have you started into that or no? You like no? I've your... got everything to build one, so I have. I bought a Grom that was wrecked, so I have all the you know because I'd like to do it more modern if I'm doing it. Right, 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 you know, right. That'd be cool. Uh, but no, I haven't had time. I've had so much work going, like I just keeping my head above water to even. Right uh, now, so you're right, John, but you straight. do like you're doing all the paint and all the fab on the on the show bikes, but you have regular paint and fab stuff, right? You have regular yeah. Customers well, I mean, do, you know, custom paint is my yeah. It's your know, I've got it's your three months butter. backed up of custom paint, so I'm just trying to keep that stuff and going. pinstriping. Yeah. I didn't realize you're a pinstriper too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So here, here, here we go. I was like, oh. Here we go. So you need to get in line now. You need to get on crossover customs and get get on the waiting list for custom paint, custom pinstripe. You know. Bring your kids, bring your wives, whatever, he'll sign it all. Uh, but, yeah, so our little thing, um, you've offered to, and I want to give a shout-out to Biltwell because they're replacing my wrecked helmet. Um, I want to thank the guys at Biltwell for just, A, making a helmet that you can crash in and live mm -hmm. because I smashed my the side of my head uh, into the highway. And they were gonna, they're, gonna, they're generous enough to replace my helmet. Thank you, uh, Biltwell. But you've offered to pinstripe it for me, and yeah. and then I wake up in the middle of the night in panic attacks because a I can't figure out what color and what style <laughs> helmet that I want to buy because I'm indecisive as hell. But now I'm now I've got to worry about pinstripe. Like, how do I want Casey Elkins is going to just touch trust something? Him. Just trust I know him. I can trust. I trust him. Say, I'm trust. Look at the locks, dude. He's got the locks. Look at the hair. He's he's got the flowing locks. Okay, he's got the skill. He's gonna pinstripe it for me. But like, what do I? Now, how do I do this? Like, what, what color helmet do I get? And like, do I want to wear it? Do I just want to buy an extra helmet and just have them pinstripe it just so I can yes, wear it? Yes, you should put it on wear it. Don't put it up. Just wear it. Wear it. I think, yeah. I, think maybe. I don't As see the point in any custom, like, helmet gets painted, wear it. Uh, wear we'll it. See exactly. We'll see. Like, dirt I'm, bike helmets and stuff, I'm, everybody I'm, takes them, drops them on the ground. I know, yeah, but I'm just... Fresh paint, I'm gonna, I don't yeah. care. It's your helmet. Wear it. I've got one of the Leuven logos that I really, really like. Um, um, we're, we're, we're getting... Reading back, um, Joe's kind of back with us. Uh, he designed, had somebody design a logo for us and did it for us years ago. And and we're glad he's back. And I'm, and I'm, I'm stoked to have this logo. But I, I think if we get it, I, I'd love to have you, like, hand do your magicness on the on the yeah. well. But well, we can strike the helmet right up for you. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just I'm crazy excited. And I'm looking at lane splitters. And do you have a preference of helmet? Like, when you go to work on a helmet, is there one that you like? I mean... Is there one that's better than another, or as far as working on, or no. do you have to take the coating off the outside to start oh, it all over? Well, I mean, just, well, if you're just pinstriping, are you wanting it pinstriped and cleared, or are you wanting it painted custom and done the whole I mean, I don't know. Yards, do you, you I guess you clear coat over the pinstripe, or maybe not. Well, I don't know. It doesn't matter. No, not no, no, but no. I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking at the Gringo S with the shield and then the lane splitter, but you know, I, I'll end up with lane splitter is a better helmet. I think, uh, yeah. I, well, my head is not exactly round. It's more oblong and bashed in on one side. So right. I, I, but I, it's uh It'll probably fit better. It's a more, yeah, it's a helmet that's going to protect you better than a Gringo. I like the Gringo. I, don't know. I like the Gringo. It's the same thing as I like the Bell Bullets a lot. I like but the Gringo. My, whatever my, I ride a lot of, run the Race Star or even the yeah. uh, Eliminator. I feel like my, yeah, I feel, feel like safer I, in those I started wearing my Gringo and I, and I realized that 
the um, my peripheral, like my, I got more vision. I got I gained like fifty percent of my vision back. Like I can see yeah. the sides, like because my, you know, yeah. my crotch rocket helmet, my 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 full shell helmet. Like you put the visor down, you can't. You're you know you're almost wearing blinders on each side, but yeah. like you put the gringo on and you're like, wow, I can see, right. um, I can see more. It's just. You know, some people say they're loud or whatever. I'm like, I didn't have a problem with it being loud at right. all. And, and I never run a, I never ran a shield. I always just wore my sunglasses or nothing. But we'll see. The the um, the Gringo S is all my helmets are at least 50 years old. So uh, I'm kind of scared. <laughs> like, I mean, I, you should replace the helmet. What? Every, <laughs> no, I'm joking. If, years if you drop a helmet, it's done. Yeah, if you have yeah. any kind of impact, it's done. But well, that's the I hear every like, five if you drop minutes. a helmet, it doesn't. That's kind of one of those things of well, you didn't actually have weight in the helmet, so right. technically your skull is what crushes that foam on the inside. Right. If you drop it, well, right. there's you not drop much. It really bad. There's not right. much in my helmet, as you can tell. But you know um, me. So yeah. <laughs> it's just I mean, thank God. If, this if, isn't if you money drop maker. it from thirty feet, it's yes. a lot different yeah, yeah, yeah. than eight inches. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd knock it off my bike. No, I'm not going to replace it. Right. My head went in it. But right. If uh, I mean, I don't want to drop anything off my bike. I like my helmets. Try to paint all of my helmets. So yeah, really I know. Did you see like his stash upstairs? Like you walk in and there's like kick down buckle, kick down buckle. Mama tried, Mama tried. Like all the award, and then oh, there's just yeah. helmets, like bell bullets, and it's all just you know this tower of this tower of helmets that have been painted. I mean, I don't know the work. Yeah, I like the helmets, that's for sure. The artistry of it, the, the fabrication, the stripes, the painting. Just I mean. And these are just a, the, these are just a couple of the bikes we're sitting next to, so it's just it's yeah. Crazy. There's several more in the garage beside us. But I know what's what's in your garage when you're riding. What are you on? Like other than racing, like what what is in your stable? You have you have a few. You said you had some. Uh, like my if my daily is the R nine T. Yeah. Uh, just because it's such Always. a versatile, comfortable yeah. bike to jump on and go. Yeah, um, it looks like it's a blast to ride. And it's one of my most reliable bikes because I tend to customize things and they don't right. takes a little bit of the reliability away right, right 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 but so that one's always jump on and then i have a i have a fat bob harley mm-hmm. uh, it's not down here but and then ultra classic harley uh, you don't have enough harley swag to have a harley i don't think don't you have to have like all the stuff you have to have like you've got a shirt you have shirts, yeah, shirt. shoes, and yeah. socks, and carpet. I've got one, I've got one Harley shirt. <laughs> I've got one Harley shirt. It says Mama Trot as well on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's close enough. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that yeah, that's the only Harley thing, piece of clothing I've Have got. you done a custom Harley? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've built uh, some of the first bikes I've built were actually all Harleys. So I've yeah. bobbers, and then a couple soft tails, customs, and then I've done some low riders that were a little bit more, I don't know what you'd call the style. Um, Kind of bobberish, but mm-hmm. with the soft tail. Uh, I loved them. I mean, yeah. I still like Harleys. There's some. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot that I like about them. Um, it's not going to be my daily rider, but right, right. I still like them a lot. And then, yeah. So beyond the Harleys, it's uh, well, of course my Grom. Love my Grom. Oh God! Oh, <laughs> the pit bike. For yeah. The, yeah. I mean, I see him ripping the, around yeah, everywhere. Yeah, people. Yeah, and you've got all these bikes, and, and and you talk about a Grom. I mean, it's yeah. it, for me. Small bikes are where it's at. Oh yeah. It's so much fun. Yeah, I've got... It's like being a kid again. A CB 350F. The yes. bike I'm doing now is a regular CB 350. God, I've, I've done so many of those 350Fs. I, uh, I got yeah. sick of them. Yeah, and they're... You know, what's funny is like, you talk to some people, it's like, I've built a lot of them, and then other people are like, well, I didn't even know they made a four-cylinder 350. Right, you know, right. They're not. They're kind of a rare bike, but I mean, that was... I've built like 10 of them. 
You know, you build one, and then there's like people line up behind you to to, yeah. to work on them. But like, that was you know, sick of when them. that bike was out. That was their favorite bike they ever made. That's what. Yeah. Whatever his name. And they're very smooth. Yeah, yeah. It's a very smooth oh, riding is. bike. Yeah. yeah. No, it's great. Same bike. with the 550. You know, I yeah. did a lot of 550s too. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, and then SX 650s. I've got several of those mm-hmm. that I've customized from the cafe to the adventure bike. Yeah. Um, lots of dirt bikes. <laughs> but you know, as far yeah, as on the road, it's dirt bikes everywhere. Yeah, the dirt bikes are kind of my sickness now. It's you know, yeah, dirt gets in your blood for sure. Like, yeah, you grew up riding dirt bikes though. Yeah, I started yeah. when I was four years old. I've been off a bike since I was four. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna go. Yeah, where where did you get your start? Like, and then yeah, you're in the dirt. But then, like, as far as painting and fab, like, did you just know this is where you're gonna go, or you just well, you I kind of grew just... up in a body shop. Okay, so, I was gonna you say, know, yeah, like, you gotta... we, where I lived. We were the only property that touched on, you know, to this few, like 600 acres or more of uh, riding. So my babysitter growing up was a dirt bike. Right. You know, in summer it was like, just go. We're either on your bicycle or on your dirt bike. Mm-hmm. Go. Come back when you need fuel. Right. You know, in right. the summer. And so my dad's shop was right there on the property too. Mm-hmm. So it was the house and the body shop. And then we went and rode. So, you know, and then he had like... He had a 56 pan whenever I was a no, kid and he, yeah. you know, had several cool bikes. He, I grew up with, he started off when I was really young, was building Zs, so 240Zs, Datsun Zs. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, others uh, took them down the garage. Oh, oh, road trip. Oh, <laughs> my God. That's a whole other podcast. Uh, oh, yeah. Take yeah. me down the Datsun rabbit hole. And then he, uh, he, he, personally, he loved Porsches, so he got into, he built a 911 Porsche and, so I was around, you know, the awesome cars, and then yeah. I went into BMW. So we started building older BMWs. Like in the late '80s, it was all BMWs, and in the '90s, you know, yeah. three series nonstop. Yeah. It was wow. That's what he built. So I was always around cars that were cool, and you know, kind of got me excited. And then motorcycles were just where I lived too. Everybody from the outside was what they were coming in around the state to ride at this place. Right. So I was just immersed in motorcycles nonstop, yeah. and then so it got to a point um whenever i started working on stuff myself and i was like i want to i've watched all the tv shows you know early 2000 or late right. 90s and 2000s right, right. you know i was in high school i actually started riding a motorcycle before i drove a car because you could have mm-hmm. your permit and you could ride, go by yourself so i had a harley yeah. i had like a 95 flow rider that was the most ugly bike it was all chromed out but it was yellow with purple flames on it and Boy, that was my I first bike like, i cannot see this now <laughs> yeah. this is, oh, man. I, I don't even i'm sure there's a picture of it somewhere but yeah i had that and then my dad had a uh what did he have um a fat boy and uh, i had i was a big skateboarder back then too so i'd throw my skateboard on the back seat strap it on and i had a broken wrist and i could only like let's see yeah it was my right wrist so i'd have to roll the throttle and pull the clutch in but i'd like go to lexington and go skateboarding on a harley oh nice because <laughs> like, i couldn't nice. have a car by myself right right right, right. so but yeah and i started building i built a harley and uh when i well actually my brother also built a harley and when he sold it the guy that bought it wanted a he was a big UK fan, so he wanted the Wildcat on the back finger. And he's yeah. like, can you paint it? And I was like, I've never really painted, you know, custom like that, but yeah, yeah I'll try it. And I've done it. It was the easiest thing in the world to me. I was like, right. So he got it, and he then he took it to a bike shop. And the next thing, the bike shop called me. Hey, could you paint this for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, 
Sure, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So that's how I got into it. Was a random customer asking somebody else or asking me to paint it. Yeah, <laughs> and then that was like it just kind of grew from there. Just started yeah. painting bikes and oh, man, that's crazy. Build my own, and as I was painting them, and you know, customers would come in. So right, and I, I kind of actually done more cars back then than anything. Right. But yeah, yeah, just kind of it grew, and then once I really got into the bikes. Uh, that that's what grew the paint and everything because it got nationally you know everybody's seen them like I took it to hand built and it's oh you paint okay yeah I'll send you something right and right and it just grew from there yeah you know, then you're known more and more through that right because in that industry if you're painting in the industry you know I don't paint for as many people that aren't in the industry right it's right. mainly custom builders yeah just kind of what it is it's crazy it grew do you have so do you have do you have one of those everybody's got one or two or five do you have one of those bikes that you're like i want that bike back like what is the bike of bikes for you like do you have one, one of those, the one that got away the one that got away kind of thing like uh well the dirt bike that got away was an 89 cr 125 mm. i really wish i still had that bike yeah um that was the first big bike you know it was actually my brother's and then i rode it from that and it was like i wish i had that bike back yeah um and then as far as street, it's kind of hard to say. I would love to have, well, I'm still trying to get back my dad's 56 pan. Oh. I know who has it. Right. And the deal when he sold that bike, because he sold it to a guy under the deal of he needed a bike real bad. He was dad's best friend. I want that bike for back later. Yeah. And the guy will right. not sell it back for nothing. Uh, and I've tried my, like for years and years, I want that bike. I want that bike. Well, I'm going to build it. I want that bike. You, yeah. you were well, supposed how, to sell that bike. Well, you, know, yeah. you need to talk to his wife, not him. Yeah, well, <laughs> she's, she's right with him, but yeah. Well, nobody lives forever, so, you yeah. know. Yeah, That's so you're it. not trying to get like the yellow and purple flame yeah, no. from like, no. the first, you know, that first I, bike. You know, I had a, one of my favorite bikes I built to ride, and it was so simple, was an 80, or sorry, a 98 Lowrider. Um, mm -hmm. I built it and. Like we were talking about earlier, custom, you know, built the wheels. They were like white rims, black hubs, and chrome spoke. I built yeah. it, and it was in that road. So good. It was just one of the, I don't know, it was just so fun to ride that bike. I, I wish I had that one still. Yeah. Because uh, I sold it for nothing. Yeah. Like everything, you know. Yeah. There's time yeah. for use. Like, but yeah, there's, because I, I don't sell my bikes, almost any of my custom ones. After a certain point, I just stopped selling them. Right. So, like, I've got my last six customs, yeah. and I haven't sold them, because if I don't have to sell them, I sell them. Yeah. All right, so walk yeah. us through the list. Like, so this is the newest one, right? Yeah, so, so the KX500. KX500, and then and this was... the RD350. This, what's, what's well, 46? hang on now. You've got... Yeah, 46. yeah what's 46? Because uh, all the numbers... 46 is, I think, my CB350F. Okay. Okay. So um, yeah, so his numbers coincide on the bikes with the number of builds. So we got 47 and 44, so we need 46 yeah. and 45. Uh, and then, so 45 is the adventure bike. Okay. Okay. And then uh, the brown cafe. That's 43? 43. 43. And then I built, a buddy of mine has the other one. Um, it was a another SX650. Okay. Um, it was kind of a cafe style bike. Um, and what was the other one I built? It was a bobber. My cousin has one, the bobber. So do you have them like numerically 
I know they're numerically in your head, but are they on your page? Like, do you have the? No. Nah. You don't have the rolling counter of. Uh, no, nah, when I enter them into shows, I just put. Well, so it's, that one actually has a badge on behind that number or behind the headlight, and it was a custom badge I made for it, and it's batch number. So instead okay. of just being number, because we, we live in bourbon country, yeah. so, oh, so okay. batch numbers is what I started doing. <laughs> That's cool. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, um, it looks like maybe we're we're down to the nitty gritty. So, so crossover customs, crossover with a K. Yeah. Um, Instagram, Facebook. Um, Casey Elkins is his name. Painting and Fab is his game. This is what he does, and he does it very, very well. Um, uh, so I just want to say thanks for having us out. Definitely. Uh, I can't sure. wait to see what you're going to do with the KZ400 pilot. Yeah, I'm super appreciative of that. I mean, I, it's going to make a guy's freaking year. So that's awesome. I can't wait. So that's like, what I, I can't wait to see what you do with it. I mean, like I said, for a couple hundred bucks or whatever, whatever money... Whatever you could get, like you know, for that important, which important. is, which money, is probably next to important. nothing, yeah. but you money's know, for somebody else, that's 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 a million miles worth of fun, and that's way right. more than any, yeah. you know. But I oh, just I can't wait. For it. I really appreciate it. It's no, you awesome. know, hands down, that you know, if we can't help our friends, what are we doing? You know what exactly. I mean? Like, to be able exactly. to throw that out and be like, you're giving somebody their wings back, like it's exactly. Like, take off, man. But I'm gonna have to bring this uh, OKX up on a Tuesday night for you guys. Oh, it'd be awesome! Oh, well, yeah, yeah, for sure. Can Tuesdays. we handle that? <laughs> Could we handle that? Yeah. A two-stroke on two-stroke Tuesday? Know. What? Like throw this both thing of them in the back of the this oh, thing. Man. Epic oh, it'd be awesome yeah. to, to see the videos of it. Literally, it j- it says "rang the dang dang the dang dang" and it pings and pops and does all the things. You know. Uh, yes. Uh, I had so. a friend of mine at Vintage Days started because where I hurt myself racing. Yeah, you got I was trying to take it to the. The infield for the show, and uh, Parker, the you bought some. Oh parts yeah, Parker Z. Parker Z. Yeah, Parker. yeah. Show for uh, Parker, what man. A great kid. Parker's yeah. all about the little bikes. Yeah. I know, yeah. dude. I, I scored <laughs> that CT70 frame yeah. for him, which I might have to have you paint. By the way, because uh, like in the, the CT70s, you know, when pimps painted motorcycles, it's that it's that sparkly goldish, like right. halfway, yeah. like right. sort of like urine, but not green, but not yellow kind of color. So yeah. I might have to have you do that for me. Yeah, but Parker, you had to have Parker started for yeah, you. Yeah, so he's so used. To, he's riding his little Vespa around, and you know he's love. He loves the little bikes. He has a nice BMW too. Though. Oh yeah, uh, and he was and he like went garage brood with it. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, he's yeah. yeah. He went to start this thing because he was like, "How do I do it?" I was like, first of all, you got to put boots on. You cannot." Start <laughs> How do you know? Well, yeah. Rule number one. I showed him, and he was like, kicks it one time. He's like, "God, I could barely kick that down." I was mm-hmm. like, "Well, you got to stand on it." Said, be careful, <laughs> like, yeah. And uh, it fired right up, and he just—you should have seen him. Like, he almost screamed whenever it started. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> it epiphany. Uh, I'm sure. And I was like, oh, it's violent. It's yeah. real violent. <laughs> yeah. See what happens when you grow up in motorcycles and you start something like that. Your body's gonna do weird things, and you're gonna feel weird things yeah, in strange yeah. places, your and you're gonna hair, and, and, and then all of a sudden you're like. Something's something's <laughs> happening. Yeah, yeah he, he's a great kid, man. He really, oh, he's awesome. He's, he's he really is. He's awesome. great to see the next generation taking it. He is such a good dude. Yeah. yeah, well, tell Parker the guy with the weird hat says hey. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he's he's great. But um, yeah, now he he we saw him at Garage Brew and his his BMW stuff is crazy. He's got a pile of CT70 stuff. So I've been. I came back with my frame, and another friend of ours has a has a frame at two stroke, and she's like trying to rebuild it and do it. Mm. Like, and, She's gone down the CT70 rabbit hole, so I keep texting Parker. Yeah. Like, do you have any of this? Do you have any of that? But it, it's it's good to have that connection. He's he's a good dude. Like he's he's yeah. he's a blast. 
I was for a little while trying to buy CT90. I really wanted one. Oh man, I wish I would known that. I had like three of them. Oh, well, so uh, my girlfriend, her uh, her sons that like would be perfect on one. They live yeah. in the neighborhood. Yeah, and yeah, even yeah. for her, like she lives, she doesn't even have to leave the neighborhood to go to work. Yeah. So I was like, man, you could ride this. He can learn to ride, you know, like right. a lot better. This would be perfect for you guys. Yeah. No, yeah. And even throw some knobbies on it for oh, Benji's yeah. days. So yeah, 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 for sure. So, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I'll no. find one for him. I got I to gotta get on some of my projects. They're they're starting to stack up, but uh, it's, it's a whole lot of cars here. done. I have several cars, like... I, I need to build a, my old BMWs and oh see this is a whole other oh, rabbit hole this is a whole other rabbit hole I'm going to my happy place thoughts in the 2002s I don't know so what are we at we're we're pretty good we're pretty good um I wanted to throw something at you because we've recently we got we were privileged to go to an industry show um, shout out for Miss Jackie Van Ham she she oh, was was generous enough to to get us a little shot. To hang out with Bill Well, um, and we met this killer rep from Motion Pro. And seeing as you're the pro, what do you have? Do you have anything Motion Pro in your shop? What do you Motion got? Pro. Motion Pro tools. You got Motion Pro. Anything oh, Motion yeah. Pro? Uh, out? Suspension tools for sure for rebuilding the KTM that's behind you. Oh yeah, yeah. That keeps taking money. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. That one's keeps always. Uh, yeah, quite a few Motion Pro tools actually. They. Uh, I just want to throw that at you. We, like I said, we, we were privileged to get into that show, and, and Motion Pro has, has kind of reached out, and they want to do a little bit on the show, and we're, we're hoping, hoping to bring them on. Um, so, yeah, no, but you're the first pro that we've come upon for the show, so I was just seeing what you had in your... <laughs> no, they are, they, are, they are great. I mean, they cables, everything. I, I think mean, they make some of the best tools in the business right now. I mean, we yeah, were, yeah there's a, a lot of my suspension tools are from there. Well, most of my dirt bike, even... Just a ton of dirt bike tools, and then yeah. of course they get copied. You know, you have, oh yeah, now, and that's the thing. Like they yep. now you see like Tusk makes everything the Motion Pro makes. Mm-hmm. And, like I've bought a Tusk tool not too long ago. And I'm, oh, this is not the same no. Motion Pro. No, <laughs> like, not the same. I bought not a, same a, a you know, a suspension wrench for that. Yeah. You know, because I was like, it's just in Winchester. I actually ran over to grab the tool. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, brought it back. I was like, oh, this thing could bend if I even mm-hmm. tweak on it too hard. <laughs> and, right. You know, yeah. I, I'm a big fan of Motion Pro Tools for sure. Oh, yeah. we appreciate it. We they appreciate definitely it. know what they're doing when they make them. Well, well yeah, thanks for, thanks for uh, having us out. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no, I'm glad. And, uh, glad you guys are going to make it down. Yeah, yeah. And remember, uh, if you want to ride motorcycles, buy new. new. If you want to ride vintage, buy, buy two. two. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for joining us for the Louisville Vintage Motorworks podcast. Special thanks to Steepland String Band and all those who've made our show possible. Watch for deer, and we'll see you next time.